Welcome to Tess and Tiff Talks, where we share tips, education, research, and our experience of finding the balance between the hood and good of motherhood. But do what you want with your own damn kids. We're just saying. Welcome to episode six, Tess and Tiff Talk. I'm in such a good mood today. I am I am on a high vibrations today. Yeah, we're having we're having good vibrations. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So do what you want with your own damn kids. But why is it when black folks have birthday parties, we can't cut the name on the cake? (laughs) So I feel I feel seen. I feel seen because because I legit had Langston Zoom party, right? <laughs> and after that, I did not cut his name. And even when he was sticking his fingers in the cake, I was like, not right there. But I never understood it. I'm like, what's the big deal? Who cares? I don't know. What is that? What is that tradition and why? And then don't nobody ever eat the name. Is it bad luck to cut the name? Like, is it like step on a crack bacon mom's back? I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google birthday cake etiquette. Like, why is that? And if you save it into the end and you give out all the other pieces and then you take the name home to do what with it? You don't put it in the freezer and wait till the following year for them to eat it on their next birthday. Girl, I don't know. I know. I caught you. I caught you with the left with that one. I know. I know. F to F. (laughs) I don't know. And it doesn't say anything about birth birthday cake etiquette. I googled it. I don't see anything about the name. So I'll just... It may just be, a, it may just be a, a, a Black Lives... Wives, a Black Lives sale. A Black Wives sale. <laughs> Black Lives too. All that. Um, so I have a story. Okay. So um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I'm not a big um, spanker of kids. I don't really believe in like physical... Um, as of right now, I don't really feel in. Uh, I, I don't feel like you should be kids, right? Mm-hmm. Although I've had to to put my my foot in my stepdaughter's ass a few times, that is the only child that I've ever had to like physically reprimand. Mm-hmm. But Langston brought me so close the other day, no. but not so close. So I'll I'll tell you what happened. So we took him outside to ride his bike and he wanted, I was like, what do you want to wear? He was like, mom, I don't know. I don't know. So I was like, you want to wear this? He was like, no. I said, you want to wear this? Like different sweatshirts, uh, a pair of jeans. He was like, no, I don't want to wear that. So I saw his dash costume from Halloween hanging up in the closet. And I was like, let's wear this. He's like, yes, mom, dash. I'm going to be dash. Long story short, we go outside, we come back in, he takes his costume off because, of course, COVID, so you don't want any <laughs> any outside clothes on in the house. So he must have put it back on. So I'm like, Eric, spray it with Lysol, and then he can put it back on. So he puts it back on, then he has to go to the bathroom. So Langston likes to get butterball naked from the waist down when he goes to the bathroom. It doesn't matter if he's peeing for two seconds. He has to take everything off, socks and all. Oh, wow. So he wanted, just FYI, so he wanted to put his costume back on. So I was like, all right, well, let me help you. He was like, mom, I don't want your help. Okay, cool. Right. He proceeds to walk away from me and walk into his room. I'm like, okay. So I walk into the room with him. He was like, mom, get out my room. Oh. 
Okay. Okay. Well, Langston turned three on April 9th. Came a three-nager. <laughs> and he has turned into a complete three-nager. Three-nager. So like, get out your room. He was like, yes, mom, I don't need your help. His face was like exhausted. Like he was over me. So I hear him in there like, oh, man. Oh, dang on. Oh, man. So I go to the door. He's like, mom, get out. I don't need your help. I don't need your help, mom. So I'm like, Lexa, let me help you. No, mom. I said no. Do you understand me? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Now, where most parents probably might have snatched their kid up, I had to remember and realize, like, he's only hearing this from me and giving me what I've said to him. Like, do you hear me? Do you understand me? Get my room. This is my time. So it's only these things that that he's heard from me. So... I let him struggle a little bit more and I kind of peek in the room. I'm like, Langston, are you okay? He was like, yes, mom, I'm fine. Get out. Okay, fine. So I hear him grunt one more time. Then he snatches open the door. He's like, mom, mom. I was like, yes, son. He's like, you, you make me mad and slam the door. So the door didn't close all the way. He opens the door and says, and you broke my door, mom. Girl, I started laughing. I, I started laughing because I just could not believe that he really was cussing me out. Right, right. And again, while most parents might have snatched their kid up or like popped them or something, I just was like, okay, Langston, I'll let you be by yourself. And I never thought that I would be that mom. So while he's only three I've seen, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, I've seen some parents still snatch up a kid, still fuss and cuss at them, three or not. They could be one and a half and parents are still doing it. But for me, I just felt like, let me give him his independence. Let me let him be great and independent and voice how he feels. And if he's frustrated, just let him get it out. So, I mean, you could do what you want with your own damn kids, but I'm going to let mine be vocal. Yes. I will let him be disrespectful. Yes. And that was what I had to tell him later. I'm like, Langston, you don't slam doors. You don't yell at mommy. Right. But it's okay to have privacy. But then I was like, damn, I'm talking to a three-year-old. Okay. Yes. And that, and that's okay. Yeah. But most parents aren't doing that. So again, do what you want with your own damn kids. But I'm teaching mine how to set boundaries. Yes. Yes. Appropriate boundaries, because when kids don't know how to advocate for themselves and protect their boundaries, that's when bad shit happened to them and they're afraid to speak up and say something. Correct. Yes. Um, We're new age moms, remember? Yeah, your mom, child. (laughs) Would your mom listen to this podcast? No, no, she don't. No. She probably would be cussing me out. I would never get no <laughs> We are new age moms, and I want my daughter to be able to use her words to express herself. Yeah. But that slamming of the door kind of took me there because I'm like, nah, that's... But that's- he also... But that's a learning lesson. He doesn't yeah. know that that's incorrect until you tell him it's incorrect. He's going to do what he feels like he should do, right? I've had Kennedy all the time... She, she'll go upstairs and she'll close the door. She's never slammed the door, but she stomped up the steps before. I feel like, I feel like, like she'll do one of those. And walk back down. And walk up silent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Walk away right. Walk yes. away the right way. 
Yes. So, so I've, I have done it. I don't care if you met some black mom, old school black mom, and it's even though we new age black moms come yeah. back and way again. Yeah. The right. My whole thing is I want, I want my kids to be emotionally intelligent and you want the same for your son. Absolutely. It's okay to feel mad and it's okay to be frustrated. These are human emotions and kids have these emotions. Um, but let me, let me help you navigate them properly. And Eric was like, go get him, beat him. And I was just like, Eric, first of all, you already know I don't beat kids except your daughter, okay? And um, that <laughs> he's too young for that. Your daughter knows what she's doing at seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So she deserved to get snatched up a, a little bit, okay? Because yeah. playing with me. But no, I'm not, I'm not hitting my three-year-old. That's just not going to happen. For something that's not egregious. No. For you expressing yourself. And and then you know they watch YouTube. They watch all of these other kids expressing themselves how they want to express themselves. And that's what he's learning. And I'm okay with that. But if he slam another door, he's going to become an aunt Tiff out. Well, like just take the door off the hinges. Ain't no slamming doors in this house. I hate you. You went real black for me just now. <laughs> <laughs> you went real black. the hinges, that's all. So anyway, tonight we want to talk about entitlement, right? Because... Mike Langston being real fucking entitled, okay? Yeah. Same for- his, but he's in that developmental stage now where, mm-hmm. as, a, as a toddler, the world talk. revolves around them, right? Mm-hmm. But there's some adults who still think the world revolves around them and that's not their developmental stage. And then they have to get chin checked. So the other day on my business page, New Nurse Academy, I made a post. Well, I, I did a story in regards to people asking me for advice, right? They think it's they think it's harmless. They think it's cool to just hop in my DMs and ask me a, 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 for advice on nursing education. And not a yes or no question. We're talking about exactly education. like I have a problem here is here is the soliloquy of my problem. What are your thoughts? That's a consultation. <laughs> if you're asking me, yes, if you're asking me for my thoughts, my opinion, for a solution, for me to problem solve, for yeah, me it's based on the knowledge that I have. Yes. That is considered a consultation. Now, some businesses give free consultations because the actual work that they're going to do costs so much money. So let me give you a free consultation. I'll come see a house and tell you how much it's going to cost to do the the yard work because when I actually come to do the yard work, it's going to cost a couple hundred dollars. Right. Right. However, I don't do free consultations because my whole Instagram page is free. (laughs) <laughs> so every time I, I share yes every time I get on there and I have a post I have a video I have a picture my captions it's literally free game literally that is why I'm a fake nurse because I <laughs> don't play with me don't ask me nothing about pharmaceuticals right <laughs> okay right my whole page is my whole page is free consultation it's free game and if you go to my website, I got a whole I got a whole tab on my website that's free resources that you can download. So if you actually want me to be involved, that means I am taking time to help you and my time costs. So when I send you the link to schedule an appointment with me, don't be offended. Right. Mm-hmm. 
why do people think just because you're accessible means that you're free? My time, to, it costs to be in my circle. Don't it, child? And whether that's monetary costs or something else, it costs to be like, it costs to be in my circle. And I feel like people need to understand boundaries and to, and to understand that like the amount of time, money, energy that I put into my education, into my profession, you should know that if you need me to work on your specific problem, that that's going to cost you. Here it goes. And this is what I think was so interesting. And I had this conversation jokingly with a couple of people. So business page related. So Colorful Exchange had a pre-order for our lavender and rose sage sticks, right? Hold in my eyes. I got you. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Say no more. (laughs) Two or three. Just let me know. Okay, got you. Okay. Um, Hold on, let me flip to this page real quick. See, having access to people costs, but there's also a benefit. Right. Look at that. Um, A couple of my close friends just randomly sent me a cash app, like, oh, you doing a pre-order? Here you go. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, but you paid for it. You didn't question me. You didn't question me about the price. Right. The shipping in your cash app. Right. Take that. I'm gonna take that. Um, but then other people were like, Well, can you hold three for me? No, it's a pre-order. So should you want these, you're going to order them. Because when I sold them the very first time, they sat for months at a time. Mm-hmm. I was giving them away. I gave my mom one. I used two. I gave my girlfriend one. Like nobody was buying them. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm having this pre-order, you feel entitled to first dibs, but you have not ever not ordered shit from me. You're, you're only DMing me about this specific thing because you want me to hold, it's a pre-order. Whoever gets there first gets there first. And it's frustrating because even with you, you'll see a post like, Oh, bundles or, sale or and you'll comment on the post and then I get a PayPal notification. Right. <laughs> it was placed the order. Right. Out of convenience sometimes I'm like, well I'll just bring it and refund you shipping because right. you are my friend and so that I can do that. But don't automatically assume that I have time to enter your order, take it out of the inventory because you decided to send me a text message or a cash it. Yeah. It's just like, it's crazy because when we become millionaires and we get to that next level, do you still think that it's going to be appropriate? Because I'm not going to have any idea of what's in inventory. You're then asking me to make you something in my kitchen because at that point I'm not going to my manufacturer or my factory to make you any fucking order. And that's just what it is. Yes. So right now it works out, but people feel real entitled because they've been rocking with you from the beginning or they know you or they your best friend or your home girl or I don't care who sent you. OK, because even my mama orders on the website, my yes. aunt order off the website. It's a business. And it's we a have business. To run our business. I don't take my business seriously. 
Yes. Then you won't either. Yes. You, wanna, you, would, you would never, you would never go to Target. Never, and never pay for shipping, but yes. you want to skip it. But you order ten items in the fucking shipping is twelve dollars. You think I'm going to chalk twelve dollars? Listen, I don't think I'm people. Not there yet. I'm not there yet when fucking shit don't matter to me. I gotta account for every penny, nickel, and dime. Word. Word. I don't think. People who don't understand the the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into being a business owner don't understand. They just think, well, just ask Tiff. And there's there's not a problem with just asking Tiff, right? Because for for example, you'll text me and be like, da 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 da, and because of how I feel about you, I'll put in my two cents, right? But I'm not the fucking triage nurse for the neighborhood. No, and I'm not sending people to you. And I'm, I think it was one time I asked you something because my neighbor's daughter had severe diaper rash. And I was like, Tiff, what can she do? Because I just felt so bad. But that's just like me giving her your number and being like, hey, call her up. Yes. See what she does. Yes. No, I'm going to ask her real quick. Yes. And if she does or does not answer, I'll let you know. Because she don't have to. People feel obligated because they know me that. One, I have to respond to them, which I don't I think, have to do shit. No, I think I yes, and and that's part of self care. That's I can like, no. yeah. yeah, without an explanation. But I think also people don't even realize the brain power that goes into solving your problem, and so it's like you you sending me a whole a whole list of symptoms about. What's going on with your baby daddy? I don't give a fuck about him. And right now I don't care about you. Like I'm 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 up under my man right now and he's mad that I'm on the phone with you. <laughs> you know, like and then you're sending me text messages like, did you get it? I'm, have him see his doctor. I'm not his doctor. Right. Like, I don't know all the pre-existing conditions that your child has, but if you have a simple question, or if I don't even fucking talk to you often, but you think that I'm your triage nurse, we have an even bigger problem. The amount of free game that I give away in my DMs, a nursing student would just send me a regular text to say, I appreciate your page. We start a rapport, and then I want to give her extra because of the connection that I feel. But let me ask me a yes or no question. Yeah. Come prepared with a yes or no question. Don't hit me up where you think I'm supposed to take 26 minutes to give you a dissertation about some shit. Like I'm not going to do it. And people do that to me and I get it. Like before they buy products, they want to question things. And I'm just like, I've created like templates in my, um, in my notes where it's like the most common questions, right? Yeah. The people ask all the time, this is kind of like, and I, I may tweak it, I may tailor it, um, but I don't want people to feel like they can just go back and forth with me in a DM. I work full time, I'm a mother and a wife, and I answer you when I want to answer you, okay? Not when you feel like I should answer you. Yo, the and you can feel really arrogant, but Camille Rose, uh, and all these other big name people, they not answering shit that you, they not even looking at the DM where you say seen, they ain't even seen in it. Okay. Listen, we are the IT, the customer service, the president, the, the sales and marketing, the accounting, the pay, <laughs> accounts receiving and payable. We are it, the content strategist, 
the the social media uh run that back the i don't give a shit about nothing else the content that we put on these pages the graphics that we do that's all us y'all so when you come to new nurse academy and colorful exchange don't ask me a bunch of bullshit when you can go and look at the page or go and look at the website. And I don't mean it in any way to be disrespectful, but when other people say it is cool, but when you, when you ain't making millions yet, or when you got under 5,000 followers, you can't talk shit. Why? Why can't I talk shit? Cause I was talking shit as tests before I was colorful exchange and y'all was rocking with that. Word. How about that? I so, had somebody asked me today, do I, she was like, are you like this at work too? Or are you professional at work? In my DMs, I was like, wait, <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm tip. I you show her my badge with all them stickers and shit that you got. You know, you got <laughs> I was like, what do it look like I do? What, what do it look like? See, I literally, I literally said, this is me all the time. Like, I'm not performing for you for Instagram. This is how I am at work. This is how I am at home. You're just seeing a glimpse of me. She said, well, I was watching your live and you cursed. And my, my kid was sitting right there. So I don't know if you should be cursing as much. I'm not for you, sis. Because I'm giving it to you real. I'm not for you. I, I curse all the fucking time. <laughs> like, and my clients love me for it. That's why they come to me because I don't sugarcoat shit and I talk their language and they get it. And I make nursing easier for them because I'm talking she to them. She don't know how to code switch, apparently. She, she's going to have an issue with that. You need to teach about that code switching. You came in my DMs to ask me if I'm professional at work. And I have three degrees and two specialty certifications. And a, well, how, how how did and I get this? You on the board of education? <laughs> like, <laughs> they, how many things is you on? Okay. Yes, yes. I say shit. Fuck. Goddamn. At work. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I, the other day, I was yelling at the patient, telling him to put his penis away because he pulled it out and pissed on the floor. Yes, I said, put your fucking penis away. But that's because that's what he needed me to say. Because he didn't understand. He didn't understand. He anything. didn't understand when you was calm, cool, collected. No, he he don't he don't like that. He he needs somebody to talk to him like he's still from the block. I can be that. I can right. do that. So that. how about how about entitlement and what it looks like in relationships? So we we talked about entitlement in business. We talked about entitlement in friendship a little bit as it relates to our personal business right. and our, our business business. But what does entitlement look like in relationships? So I think that this could go to something so simple as like you feel entitled to a dick suck. Like, are you entitled to that? No, but sometimes I feel like I'm obligated to give it. Right. It depends though. You worked a hard day at work and I was home doing nothing. Okay, you you might feel entitled to that. Yeah. Right. But if I worked just as hard as you worked. We, I'm tired and I don't feel like it. I've talked all day. My jaws hurt. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. You're going to get this good cooch and you're going to go to sleep. Yeah. That's, that's all we're going to do. But I mean, it's just something as simple as that. Then you could go to entitlement as far as like meals, right? Or do you feel entitled that I need to cook for you? Should I prepare all the meals? Because right now, Eric and I have this great thing going on where he cooks, but Eric loves cooking. Mm. I can cook, but I'd rather not. 
I rather like do work while he's cooking mm-hmm. and work meeting colorful exchange work, right? So you cook and I will do everything else. Mm-hmm. But a lot of men feel like they're entitled to a home cooked meal when they come home from work. And I'm not talking about, and, and I'm not dismissing anybody that's not married, but especially husbands, they feel like there are these defined roles of marriage. Mm-hmm. And I just be like, no, you're not entitled to a meal every night because just as much as you work, I work too. Yeah. And more because I have colorful exchange. So like, what are we, what are we doing here? Um, so I, I feel like I do have entitlement issues when it comes to affection and sex. And that's just something that I have to work on because I am very selfish when it comes to affection, but then that's also my love language. Right. So but you because if you don't feel like it and you want to go to sleep, then you want to go to sleep. Yes. You said this in a previous episode. So I had to, I had to bring you back on your shit because he was saying at one point that you weren't showing yes. the physical yes. uh, attraction to him. And he felt yes. like, like, what's up? So now, because you got your, your ducks in the fucking row, now you feel like he need to give up the dick when you want it. And that's not fair because maybe he don't fucking feel like it. You're right. You're right. And it is a sense of... I know. That's, that's my homie, too. So, fuck you. I'm going to take That's my sense of entitlement. But I'm, I'm, lo- I'm learning to be unconditional. And I'm learning... So, what, what has worked very well for us during this um, pandemic season is we have been spending a lot of uninterrupted time together because his daughter went with her, with her mom and my daughter is with my parents. So we have no interruptions other than work. And he has the ability to work from home. So we've grown to really know each other really deeply. My father always say, you know, you really get to know someone when you do business with them, when you travel with them, and when you live with them. Mm-hmm. That's when you really get to know somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, okay. Yes. And I was like, Dad, you are absolutely right about that. Bay and I are great travel mates. I think we went on our first trip only after knowing each other for three months and we went to Jamaica for like a quick weekend or whatever. So we travel very together. But now that he's here and spending these extra days here, like five days, seven days, like to the point where he got so much clothes, I could do a load of laundry with just his clothes because he's here all the time. We are really learning each other. And I realize I'm selfish as shit. And I have a sense of entitlement when it comes to this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And fuck how you feel right now. Cause huh, I'm done. See, and the, the craziest part is that's very true. But when y'all actually live together, that shit takes it to a whole nother level. Because even when like, I never, I, I okay. I lived with two people. One was a uh, almost fiance and one was a fiance. Mm-hmm. And once I lived with them, it was like, oh hell no, I can't. Clearly, because they're 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 no longer. <laughs> but like Eric and I, we didn't live together until we got married. Before oh. he left his apartment, right. he moved in with his mom because you wasn't fucking coming to my duplex. This my shit. 
I, I paid for this. I worked hard for this duplex. This is mine. But once we started living together, when we were married and I was pregnant with Langston, child, I, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because even though we were together and we could have been together for four to seven days at a time, I could still kick you out. I remember the first time he came yeah. to the house feeling real entitled. I gave him a key only because like, if I'm in a shower, I don't feel like having to come over the Yep. This nigga popped up at my house, chair. And I had people over there. And I looked at him. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, hey, I'm your man. Yeah, but you don't live here. Heads up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you need the calls and the texts. Like, I'm on my way. You don't just fucking pop up. And he was, like, really taken aback by that. And I was like, no, you, you feeling too entitled. Right. But I'm just saying, like, even then, we had been spending so much time together. He just felt so comfortable. He had he had clothes there, hung up in a closet. And right. was, I don't give a shit. What you got? I don't care if you got your own loofah in the bathroom. I don't it's care. Still, it's still your place. And I think, yeah. I think for me, that's what it is. I'm still used to saying this is my space. Like, he, is. he left a couple days ago to do what he had to do at his house, check on his house or whatever. And I kind of felt like... Oh, okay, you know, like I can, I can, I can exhale a little bit because he's not here, and I don't feel like I need to wear the cute house clothes or, you know, be be mindful about how I look and my, my socks match, and let me make sure I brush my teeth as soon as I get up in the morning. You know, like I don't have to, I don't have to be mindful about all those other things. But I think. I think everybody has a, a sense of entitlement when it comes to some things because people are selfish when it comes to some things. Like when it comes to cookies, don't eat my favorite cookies because they're mine. You know, like don't. With my son, I said what I said, don't eat my shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you can't have this spicy nacho Dorito. Those are mine. Yes. It yes. doesn't matter. Yes. Like, and but that goes to show that boundaries are important. Boundaries are important. Boundaries are super important. Boundaries are important to have, but boundaries are also important to keep. But then when someone is enforcing their boundaries, you also have to respect that because you disrespecting their boundary is more on you as a person in your character and not them enforcing their boundary. And I think people need to be mindful about that. Yeah, but people aren't mindful. Nobody's emotionally intelligent. No. I don't want nobody. I take that back. That's a bad generalization. A lot of people don't understand emotional intelligence. And so if if I'm telling you no, period, and you're asking me why, you are overstepping your boundary. Right. Right. If, if, explain my answer to no. you. It's my answer to yes. your question. Yes. You don't get to question my answer. Yes. Yes. But people will. Now, now, if it's some shit where I think you're having like a mental health breakdown and, and I really need to answer, ask you some questions, that's something different. But generally speaking, if I'm like, hey, Tiff, can I come over tonight? You're like, no. But why? Because, bitch, I said no. 
Like, that's not fair to me. And then people who don't know how to enforce their boundaries have the person come over and then feel some kind of way and feel and upset. And crazy. Yes. They're like really awkward. And, yes. and you resent them and you want them to leave. And the conversation is superficial. It's like you would have just, you could have kept your peace and just said no. Mm-hmm. Now you're waiting for this bitch and her badass kids to leave. This, 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 let me tell you, I can count on one hand how many of my friends have come over here with their kids. One hand, one hand, that's five fingers of how many people have come over here with their friends and, I mean, with their kids and come over here, I mean, meaning inside, because there's been a lot of people who came over and kept their ass on the porch. Right, right. Okay, or came in through the side door and stayed their ass in the basement and don't even know what the upstairs look like. Right, correct. Okay, because that's just this is my sanctuary. This is my peace. Your peace, yeah. Yes, and so you know you are not entitled to come over. And just because my daughter came to your house, don't mean your daughter can come to mine. That's not correct. So it's not my. <laughs> and you know what? I, I've learned the power of no recently, and that's something that resonates with me. I've just tried to, if I really have to second guess it, if I have to like convince myself to do it it's just a no for me dog like no I'm not gonna do it yeah I'm gonna do it but so, go ahead some things you have to push yourself to do like okay I can't say it's a no for me dog when it comes to work I mean how many PTO days do you have to call out and just be like no I'm not coming but if it's like a social gathering especially now people are doing still the most and I'm just like no I'm not coming or no, I'm not doing. Or no, I don't want to join your fucking Zoom. I'm I'm over it. Like oh, challenges when people say challenges. challenges and they nominate me. I'm like, oh, this is cute. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> get ten pictures. Okay, I got three good pictures. That's it. That's all you get. If I don't get past four, then fuck you. And this challenge wasn't for me. It's a no for me. I'm protecting my peace. Yeah. It's Boundaries, boundaries are super important um, in business and in personal and finance, just because I, I am making money or I tell you how good New Nurse Academy is doing for me. That doesn't give you the right to say, can I have? Child. Or think that I got it. Because at the end of the day, we have, we don't have overhead in the sense of like a building. No, but we have monthly expenses to keep our business running. Girl, people website. Cost. Revenue, 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 and profit are two different things. <laughs> you want to teach a class? Let's teach a class. Okay. Small business one hundred and one. Revenue and profit is two two different things. The amount of monthly fees that I have to pay for my email list, for my website, for my Canva because it's it's a pro for the you know like those you, things add up. You don't even understand the different systems that I use in the background. Girl, I just started a payroll, okay? So I got to tell you about that. To pay myself. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. But even even my even my account, my business account, like even even my my scheduling uh site and the the, the different features that I have on my website cost a different upgrade and you and I was talking about the other day about how I downgraded my website, but then I needed to upgrade it again because I'm selling webinars now. I'm like, this people, listen, listen, listen. This is a lot. 
being a being a business owner is great, but that shit is you you are working for yourself. That's all. That's all an entrepreneur means. But you have to really love what you do to continue to do it because it's taxing. And because it's taxing, it means I'm not giving shit away for free unless I want to. Correct. You are not obligated to get shit over here unless and you're not I- entitled. To get a free this or that. You paid for this, right? It's just like, I I tell people it's like Sephora, right? So people go to Sephora. You have to get to a certain amount of money before they start giving you free shit. Okay? What? And they they make millions, billions, I'm sure, of dollars. Why the fuck do you think I got to give you some free samples of this and... I got to talk you through this. It, it, when you go to Sephora, you can't inbox them and DM them and ask them shit about shit. Right. No, it's, it's, it's a reward for being a consistent, loyal customer spending money. And so this is them rewarding you. It's the same shit. I feel like that's with anything, though, right? I'll give you a little extra if I see that you've been consistent or if I see that you've been a loyal customer um, if, if, if our friendship is on that level, then I'll do something extra for you. How many rum punches do I give away just off the strength that, yo, you need a drink. No, no, I pay for my rum punch. I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's like, you know, you, you do things. Let me do something cause I want to do it. And not because you asked plain and simple. All right. Simple. Yeah, the entitlement has to stop with people across the board. Work, home, all of it. Yeah. Friends, it just has to stop. People have to start respecting each other's craft and paying for it. Tiff tells me a rum punch is $20. Guess what I'm sending her? $20. Right. And then I'm taking her some damn detergent or some shit, some toilet paper. Are you- and I order my, my test oil blend from the site. From the site. <laughs> Not from her kitchen, <laughs> from the site. And if I get anything else extra in my box, then that's test business. <laughs> oh, you you said you wanted a one ounce. Well, here's a four. Right. That's you're my friend and you're fucking loyal as shit. I just think people need to respect boundaries, have boundaries, enforce boundaries. And if somebody is telling you that this is their boundary, just say all right and call it a day. All in all, please don't feel entitled to have access to anyone because you don't, you can't control other people's behaviors and how they interact with you. You can only control yourself. And that's in any relationship, a friendship, a marriage, a work relationship. There are boundaries. Yeah. There are boundaries. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think that's really all we had to, to say about that. Um, <laughs> and that's that. Okay. (laughs) I have downed a bottle of Prosecco from about, I think I started drinking at 4.02 p.m. The whole bottle? Yeah, the whole bottle's gone. Good job. But here's the thing. I made a grapefruit fizz. I think I put this on our page before. And I, instead of using Tito's, I use Espelon um, tequila, my Mm. grapefruit. And then Lamarca Prosecco. So that's what tonight's podcast has been. That's hilarious. Oh, you know my new favorite thing is this blackberry ginger ginger ale. It's so good. Kennedy made me buy it because she likes purple and she thought it was gonna taste like grape and it doesn't. 
<laughs> but this right here, this it's, is good. Yes, blackberry ginger ale. That Canada Dry, like extra something. Oh, the extra ginger like one. Ginger. Um, I know that's weird because I like rum punch, but I don't like ginger. It is weird because ginger is a is a huge component of rum punch. Yeah, I don't like ginger. That's because you with my rum punch though. It's just different. That's just different. yes. Absolutely titles. <laughs> yo, yo, Roberto tried to wax me oh. the other day. How the fuck did I forget to bring this story up? When oh. I tell you, he, we not going nowhere. When I tell you, he had my pussy looking like it had chemo. Okay, <laughs> when I tell you, I had patches of hair. I was worse off after the waxing than I was before. And then he had a... How? Because... All right. All right. Did you fix it is the question. Girl, yes. Fixed it real fast because then the next day I was itching. You know when you get the fresh wax and you start itching. So I'm at work trying to scratch my pussy up against the side of the table, the corner of the table. I was like, this don't even work. People probably think I got crabs or some shit. Listen, listen here. Listen here. This is so, what just see, it's always some shit, y'all. It's listen. always so we we did we did the good part. Now we're doing the hood part. Okay. Right. So we we talked on a podcast how, you know. I was buying the sugar wax and Tess said, don't call me crying. And I didn't. I didn't. I'm glad you didn't call me because <laughs> I probably would have hung up on you. Like, that's what the fuck you get. Because I the told you. The sugar wax came. We got it from um, Amazon. I posted a picture on it on the page a couple days ago asking, you know, who y'all think it belongs to. Because a, a lot of y'all, y'all don't listen to the, to the podcast. So I just wanted to keep you on your toes. And everybody voted that it was mine. So congratulations. Good so- job. Because <laughs> y'all know. Hey girl. Listen. So it comes in a cute little kit. It gives you directions. He's he's taking it seriously. He's the one that brought it up. Like, yo, Tiff, when 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 we gonna shave the peach? When we gonna gonna get you bald? And I'm like, what? At this point, it's but you was ill prepared for your task, my nigga. Girl, it was 10:30 p.m. I was already washed in my PJs. Y'all was drinking. I was washed in my PJs under the blanket and I was ready to take my ass to bed. He He's a night owl. I'm a morning person. So after 10 o'clock, I'm no more good. He'll stay up until 4, right? 4 a.m. So he's he's catching his second wind. He's up. He was like, no, I'm going to do this. He reads it. What? My man thought he he thought he was being romantic. He done turned on the spa music. He lit some candles. It was booty getting music. There was not spa music. Girl, he gave me a couple shots of Patron and then and then a chaser of rum punch. So I'm I'm like, this is about to be fucked up. He comes upstairs with my good ceramic bowl full of sugar wax that he put in the fucking microwave, right? I'm so like, yeah, my good bowl. My and then he so you know when you get waxed because they're professional they'll put they'll do a long strip one whole strip and then take it up he was doing like little soft little strokes with the thing right you gotta even it like yes you gotta gotta slack it on there yes it's like one swoop you you put it down on one swoop and then you take it off with one swoop I wish I was a flower in a fucking listen my man was painting he was painting on my pussy. With this fucking wax that's getting 
cold and hard because he's fucking playing with it. Now it's hard on the stick. And my hair, my hair is long, so my hair is caught on the stick. So now he got to pull my hair off. So now I'm saying, ow. Because I'm saying, ow, he's getting nervous because he thinks he's hurting me. The fucking wax is hot as shit. It's melting me. So I'm like, I'm going to go to my job in the ER with second degree burns on my pussy because this wax is fucking melting on me. You still have patches of hair on the other side. Listen, then he puts, then he puts the, this is where he fucked up at. He puts the strip on, right? And instead of him zipping it off that, like he should, no, he pressed it down. But instead of him lifting and zipping off in the opposite direction of the hair, he's taking his time to peel it up. And I'm like, no, like that hurts. So because I'm yelling, he stops. And I'm like, but there's, there's still hair. And, there, and there's still wax on top because you didn't get all the wax off. But now this wax is hard. Guess what? I'd have been waxing his ass next. Let me tell you. <laughs> then he started cursing me out. I told your ass I should have just shaved you. I told you I should have just put... And I'm like, no, like, at this point, something needs to happen. So we went to the Rite Aid the next day. We went to the Rite Aid the very next day. I bought two bottles of Nair and I bought... Um, it was Nair and something else. And I was like, no, we're fixing this today. We have to fix this today. Have to. Have to. Because here's the thing. Have to. I'm absolutely fucking dying right now. My skin was so <laughs> irritated. My skin looked like a fucking porcupine. Okay? Because... Why did you use the scrub? Look. It probably hurt. It was sore. So, I you know. It's sore. And then it came with like the the after wax oil that they put on. So yeah. I tried to put the oil on and it my skin and I'm dark. My skin got red on the one side. I was like, this this look look fuck. We 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 woke up. See, this is when you just want to punch him in the face and be like, You're not entitled to any cooch for the <laughs> We definitely woke up that Sunday and we bought breakfast. And we went to the Rite Aid. And I said, we need a correction today. Listen, let me tell you. So Eric is like, what are you going to do? And I was like, remember we just bought some new like razors for your uh, trimmer? We just going to trim this down because I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like, Seth, I'm not trying to whack shit. I was, it will I, burn me and then I'll be red. I appreciated that he was down for the shenanigans. And the setup was cute, but I was... No, nigga. I saw the video. I was sweating. He was sweating. It was was like, what are you doing? You was nervous as shit. I was nervous. You should have set the boundary. No, thank you. I was nervous, but I was was with the shits. I was with the shits. And he was... It was some shots of Patron. That's the fuck you get. I don't feel bad for you. Oh, my God. I don't know. Then I tell him he had to get everything. I'm like, it's not just this part, but there was, at this point, it, my hair has. You didn't do the butt crack or nothing, right? No, he started up top, but I told him he had to go. He had to do everything. I hadn't had a wax appointment since end of February, maybe. Oh. I go every five weeks, so I'm like, I miss an appointment now. There's a lot, there's a lot going on out there. Here you go. I didn't. I I don't. I don't mind a little grass on the field. I don't mind a little turf on the play. I didn't tell you. Fuck your football terms. Yeah. I I didn't tell you you had to take it off. I like women with hair. Let me get you a landing strip. Nigga, I look like, I look like 
a f- fucking groundhog day over here. <laughs> <laughs> the, damn, the damn groundhog keep popping up from the dirt and it's all these holes. That's what this shit look like. This don't look like no football turf. This oh, looks like man. gophers in the backyard. <laughs> That's what that looks like. Gophers in the backyard. I was so pissed. I was so pissed and it was itchy. Oh, like, oh, oh. Oh, I'm fucking dead. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Oh, I was so mad. Oh. Y'all, I wish I could take a picture of my pussy and put it on the uh, page so y'all could see a before and after. I really wish I really did a before and after. Oh, I wish I did. I had to stand in the shower and just let the hot water just melt the extra hard wax off. Oh, God. I, oh. I am dead. On that I note. I'm just on that you maybe in the next episode we could talk about the toy that i bought that i don't like and i left a review on amazon i left a i left a review it was the same amazon. exact one that i got no not the, it's not the same exact one very similar but mm-mm. i was like can i give this back he was like you used it <laughs> but that's we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna save that for next time yeah we we can't give them too much this time we gotta keep them coming back we gotta keep them coming back so guys, thanks for um, tuning in to episode six. Yeah, um, and happy early Mother's Day because yeah. we don't have an episode next week and it's going to be Mother's Day. I'm getting Kennedy. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Yeah. I'm excited for you. But yeah, and and with all this COVID stuff, we've had to push back our t-shirt order, but they're coming, guys. So yeah. as soon as we can get out and play, we will definitely be coming up with our bomb mom t-shirts and yeah. paraphernalia and i just want to say a lot of states are starting to open up um i'm glad that governor wolf from pennsylvania said that he really wants to wait until there's less than 50 positive cases per hundred thousand people over 14 days that's what that's his protocol but a lot of places like vegas um atlanta Georgia, uh, Florida, they're starting to open up. Jersey opened up their state parks and their golf courses today. But I want to end on this note. For those of you who are going outside and you're wearing a mask, remember, wearing a mask with your nose sticking out is like wearing a condom with the tip cut off. And on that note, we are (laughs) going to end. (laughs) Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Tess and Tiff Talks, where two bomb moms are trying to find the balance between the hood and good of motherhood. If you have questions, suggestions, or whatever, email us at tessandtifftalks at gmail.com. Follow our social media to stay up to date on new episodes, resources, etc. at Tess, T-E-S as in Sam, S as in Sam, underscore A-N-D, underscore T-I-F as in Frank, F as in Frank. We'll catch you next time on Test and Tiff Talks. And we out.